Hey everyone, Cooper here, host of the fine podcast you're listening to. I just want to let you know that the episode you clicked on has a format that is very heavily inspired by a podcast called The Bookening. To be clear, our thoughts and opinions in this episode are our own, but the format is very similar to this podcast. I just wanted to give you a heads up and give credit where it is due. With that out of the way, enjoy the show. Welcome to the screening. Today's screening will be Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Welcome back to the screening. I'm, of course, your humble and eloquent host, Mr. Cooper Cobbs, and joining me today is my good friend, Mr. Matthew Killingsworth over there. Howdy. And my other good friend, Mr. Isaiah Ratsky. Hello. Well, everybody, here we are, me, Matthew, Isaiah. We're concluding, well, actually not concluding, but we're talking about the last Star Wars movie in the Skywalker saga, The Rise of Skywalker, directed by one Mr. J.J. Abrams. And, well, um, I guess I'll just jump right in. So, this movie now is two years old. It came out in theaters in December 2019. We all saw it fairly close to the release date. We all walked in the theater, saw the movie, Mm -hmm. we walked out. Your thoughts at that time? I think my thoughts at that time are not much different than my thoughts now. Because I still very much like this movie. Okay, what did you like about it wow. particularly when you walked out of the theater? Okay, so, well, specifically, uh, there was just a lot of stuff that connected all of the Star Wars movies, and well, t- I know we'll bring this up, like, specific scenes throughout uh, this episode, but just like, oh, I, just like, uh, the lightsaber battle with Rey and Kylo Ren on the Death Star. Just the fact that the Death Star was in there again. And um, just Sidious bring, being brought back. And then there's just uh, uh, I'm, there's just so many little connections. And like Rey using Force Lightning. And then well, Ghosts I li- coming well, back. I really want to say that I like... I like the Force Lightning, but we'll talk about it later. I don't... I think Chewie should have died, but we'll talk about it later. Oh my goodness. Now we got a chewy hater, but no. Anyways, so I, I will say this right now, even though you're probably going to ask this later, like what our favorite part was, but one of the things that really hit me the most was when uh, things were looking really bad because they were kind of like the, uh, uh, what was that, what was the planet called again? Mm-hmm. Uh, the dark planet? The, oh, that one? Just a um, Sith Temple planet or whatever. Oh, Exegol? No. The one with Impalpatine? Yeah, Exegol. How the heck do you yeah. remember that? That's the only one I remember. The other two planets they went to, I have no idea what their names are. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know any of them. But, <laughs> it's, again, I uh, think, no, no, so, very telling. So, at the very end, when, so, like, Ray and uh, Kylo Ren are down there, like, talking to Sidious, and then Poe Dameron is trying to lead, like, the very few ships they have left, and things are looking bad. That one fat guy that always dies, died again. <laughs> and... <laughs> Like, things are just looking really bad for the Resistance. And then you just hear... uh, Lando. Lando. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, you just hear Lando over the comms, and he's like, 
he's like, I brought some help. And you just see, like, every ship in the whole universe just come help them out. And, like, finally, you've been waiting for this throughout the entire, like, star story of Star Wars over all the episodes, over all the Clone Wars, everything. And finally, you get to see the whole entire galaxy united against the Sith. And, like, it's just a random assortment of ships. It's not like a specially crafted clone ar- army or like all uh special army ships yeah, it's just the it's galaxy like, coming it's together it's just the galaxy finally being united and then also they had like John Williams music pretty much is all they used for this so like even though he didn't specifically write the score no, for this No he did he did He did? Oh. Yeah. I thought he had quit at this point. No no this is his last one. Oh, okay. Well, that's why it was so good. But I think that I thought they, they were just, used, but they but also they used, but they also the, used a lot of the old ones right, and brought right. it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why it was so good. They used, you know, the uh, Emperor or uh, Emperor Palpatine's theme or Darth Sidious's theme, and then they used um, just the original, uh, all the original ones, and then like the, the very end scene on Tatooine, they used the same music that they used for, and also right when uh, he's pulling Luke. the X-wing out, they used the same music from uh, yeah, Empire. exactly, yeah. Anyway, Isaiah, what about you? Um, I don't know. My thoughts are kind of the same as before. I mean, I've only seen it twice, but uh, basically, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was good. It was, in my opinion, the best they really could have done with all the stuff that was kind of messed up in 8. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't my favorite Star Wars movie, or I don't know, mm-hmm. not the best. I still like, out of the three, like the sequels or whatever they're called, yeah, uh, the, yeah, 7 the best. And I think Force that awakens. that is really, really sad because generally when you're writing something, I guess the first book we in a series is normally good, but the first act in a story is never the best because you're just setting up all of these things to be paid off later on the, down the road. And if you think mm-hmm. that the first act is better than the later two acts, then that's that's really bad, I think. In my yeah, th- that's what I think. So Yeah, honestly, I'm not of the opinion that 7 is better than 9. Any- you're entitled anymore. to your opinion. I- I may I may have said that earlier, like on seven, but then after like watching this, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's I, I would say they're at least equal. Yeah, like eight definitely like didn't help with like the uh, the story arc, like you were saying, like paying off anything that they set up in seven. But I feel like J.J. Abrams, like Isaiah said, he did the best he could with this. I think I agree. I think he like and he definitely like slapped. Uh, Ryan, Johnson in, face, Ryan yeah. Johnson in the face a bunch of times but um, I think he actually he didn't just do like the best he could and that wasn't great I think he actually did a really good job with it mm-hmm. yeah as for me when I came out of the theater I was ready to call it the best Star Wars movie of all time I mean I saw it and I was like yeah yeah this thing's awesome I really really liked it I really liked the action I like Palpatine Really liked all of that stuff, and mm-hmm. then now I'm not of that opinion anymore. What changed your mind? Um, just thinking about it more, I guess because when I, well, I guess like we've talked about it before, you come off like a theater high almost, like you watch and you're like, yeah, that was awesome, and then you go back and you watch it again, you think about it more and more, and you're like, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's fair, but. I mean, I still, I still think. No, I know. I know similarly. Just because. Okay, so think about this. So you started off with the first three, 
the original trequel, if that's what we're calling Trilogy. it. Trilogy. Right? <laughs> yes. I, I know, I was joking. You're right. My the original trequel, those were great. And obviously they're great. They went back and made the prequels, which weren't as good, but they also had like a lot of setting up kind of stuff. Also, by and the way, stuff like they, they're always talking about the chosen one in the mm-hmm. prequels. And then they, after the prequels, like the chosen one, Anakin, who's supposedly supposed to be the chosen one, turns to the dark side. And you're like, oh, well, I guess nothing ever happened to that prophecy. Like it's ingrained, like after watching the Clone Wars and everything, the Star Wars Rebels, all the stuff they came out with, you get it in your head, just like the average Star Wars fan. Okay, the chosen one is never going to happen. And then Disney starts making these new ones. They're like, oh, there's going to be a new chosen one. After you watch like the number seven uh, trailer, like right at the beginning, remember we are, mm-hmm. we all saw, because they, they tried to trick you. They didn't put Ray on there at all. All they put was Finn with the lightsaber in that one scene right, where they he holds were trying the lightsaber. To trick you, yeah. And we were like, oh, that new dude, Finn or whatever, who used to be a stormtrooper, now he's going to be the chosen one. That's not all that happened. Kind of cool how they tricked you. But then like you start to see that maybe Ray's going to be the chosen one. And then they kind of, I mean, not not on purpose, but it definitely threw you off with eight. Like you were like, I have no idea what's going on at this point. But then, <laughs> yeah. like it was all brought back together, and that's why I loved that scene where the whole galaxy was united, and finally, Ray, like that was all kind of thrown in together there at the end. Ray was like fulfilling her purpose of being the like the last Skywalker, which was the chosen one. Like, like the chosen one prophecy was finally fulfilled, and like. That's why anything else that you may may not like in this movie, like that fulfilled the biggest like cliffhanger in all of Star Wars, and that's why I think it's good. Well, as I said in our last Jedi episodes, I don't really agree with even the, the well, I guess the quote unquote doctrine of the chosen one, because bringing balance to the Force really means that either both sides are going to be squabbling to the end of time, or it means that there's going to be a unified sense of okay let's use a little bit of that a little bit of that right let's not give away all emotions but let's not give ourselves to bad emotions right things like that well right it's either it's either they're both there fighting and there's no peace or it's complete peace because neither of them exist right and i don't think that well they tried to do well, that with like the yellow lightsaber i don't I don't know if they really did that well no no well, what i'm saying is is after like after the resistance finally won and defeated the sith then they're just going they're all going back to whatever lives they want and just you know there's peace like there's nobody fighting so it's balanced but then ray is there with her yellow the lightsaber Jedi are in charge though no no they're not at the end of this movie no, there's no jedi like it's just yellow lightsaber ray who is gonna go have her own adventures but is also willing like if some other sith comes up she's gonna go take care of it like right but she's on the light side and she's quote-unquote in charge right no i mean technically she has the power that's what he's saying she's the final one right she all the jedi live in her now right so that's not balance she's in charge there's no sith oh in charge of who ghosts no i'm just saying that she's the most prominent force wielder yeah sure but like she's not she's not she's not like affecting everyone she and literally just I'm went to tatooine is, by no, herself we're not nobody knew who she was everybody. that girl literally had to ask her name she's like what's your name uh skywalker we're not saying she affected anything we're saying that she is the only one left the most powerful that's well, why she's, she's the chosen one is because she I'm has just, the power I'm and just, she's using the power to keep the peace i'm just saying that's, that i don't that's why i don't i don't think that jj abrams really set up 
I, I really wish they could have done the balance thing where Ray is the actual balancer, right? Where she comes in and is combining the light and the dark side. I don't know. That's what I think they should do. But well, she kind of did a little bit because she like there was that one weird scene with her with like uh, the mirror and it was like the dark side of her with the double uh, the double yeah, but red she didn't like with the hood. right. And I'm not I'm not saying that I'm saying just playing light and dark. I'm saying Ray should have combined both of that right. Like the Jedi are no emotion but selfless, and the Jedi and the Sith are all emotion well, and selfish. Okay. I guess so let's combine. What I'm this. getting at. What I'm getting at is, yeah, you're right. As long as there's like the overarching, we'll just say like government authority type thing, whether it's on the light or the dark, that's not balanced. So like it used to be the Jedi and the Republic, like the whole Republic uh, government that was over everything and that was imbalanced. But then when when the government kind of flipped from being Jedi to being Sith and it just changed its name to the Empire, but it was really the same thing, just controlling the whole galaxy, it still wasn't balanced. And now that she's completely eliminated the leader of that and eliminated that whole overarching government, that like she's not she's not stepping up and saying, okay, well we defeated that. Now I'm gonna be the governor of everything, and be in charge of everyone, and like make all the rules, make all the money, that kind of thing. She's saying, I did that. Now I'm gonna go back and live my life. And I mean, we don't really know where it goes from there, but it's like she she didn't step up. She stepped down afterwards, which is why there's balance. Because there's no longer one side or the other being the overarching government. Hmm. I don't know. I still think that the movie didn't do a good job of that, but whatever. All right, so in my opinion, there are a couple of people who saw Rise of Skywalker. All right? Number one, first person is they didn't like Last Jedi. I think Ryan Johnson did a trash job. They saw Rise of Skywalker. I was like, eh, it was pretty good, but he he did the best he could trying to fix the mistakes. So Isaiah basically exactly right number two i think is the matthew version where you walk into the theater and you go yeah last shot i wasn't great jj abrams had an awesome job fixing the holes and tying the whole slide with the bow number three you got a person who didn't like last jedi and didn't like rise of skywalker and then number four you got a person who liked last jedi and didn't like rise of skywalker but those are few and far between so that that person that person is yeah dude that i mean yeah I'm but sorry to any of our listeners who feel that possibly, way. How could you possibly? How could you possibly? I don't know. If you're looking for action scenes, maybe, but like, there's literally nothing better about eight than there is about nine. Like, there's nothing better. Even if you're only there to watch lightsaber fights, there's better lightsaber fights. I mean, there's a, I mean, there's like one cool one there, but like, I don't know. They're they're even just better. Here. I would. I think when we can talk about this later. I don't want to get into a big debate right now because we got a lot to talk about, but. I would say that I think there are maybe some cooler scenes in Last Jedi than there are in Rise of Skywalker. But like visually, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I think I think we all saw where we kind of fell into those. As it was the first one, Matthew was the second one, and I'm probably kind of the third one. Then I still, I mean, it's an entertaining movie. Are you and... sure you're not the fourth one, Cooper? <laughs> no. Really scaring me. No, no, no. I no I. I think that the last Jedi episodes stand to proof that I do not like the last Jedi. Lightsabers. I liked that movie. Yeah. Okay. So we all we all kind of know where we fell, but I want to know this time what are kind of your overarching thoughts. I think we already kind of talked about it, but do you have anything else to add? All right. Well then. No, I think we need to get into the let's specifics at this. Point. All right. So I think we all agree that Ryan Johnson pretty much broke the new sequel trilogy. I mean, I, I think, think we I mentioned this. that in two episodes. Right, right. We, we <laughs> in, in a lot of detail. 
J.J. Abrams was like, hey, yo, maybe we had some interesting questions. Ryan Johnson, I hate all those questions. Then J.J. Abrams was like, hey, there are still some cool questions and some lame answers, right? Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. But anyway, we we all agree that Ryan Johnson broke Star Wars. But do you guys think that J.J. Abrams fixed it? And if so, how? I think he did with... Um, just like with what I said, like he, he completed. So basically the, okay, here's what I'm trying to say. Everybody likes all the other Star Wars movies that came up before eight, at least from like a kind of like a Star Wars doctrine standpoint or right. like that kind of thing. I mean, generally Better people, I mean, we all, eight. yeah, because we all love everything. Yeah. Eight, more than eight didn't, eight didn't serve its purpose as far as answering like the questions from seven and the new things that were brought up. All it did was bring up more honestly mm-hmm. unimportant things like focusing on Rose, focusing on Snoke, who is like, or like doing, I guess doing what they did with Snoke to the point where it doesn't matter who he is. Like they, they focused on all Kylo these really Ren to a point where they had to bring Palpatine back. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like focusing on all those un- unimportant things that basically all those little things like Rose and stuff who nobody cares about, we can just disregard and nine doesn't really have to answer those things. It just has to answer the things from seven. And like, in in my opinion, the biggest cliffhanger in all of Star Wars, which was whatever happened to the chosen one, did that did that prophecy just not complete itself because uh, Anakin turned to the turned to the dark side? But the, <clears throat> gosh, sorry. But this one answered that. Even though I mean, I know you you're of the opinion that he didn't answer it very well, but like that's what he was going for. Like it, mm-hmm. we can all agree on that's what. That's what it was going for, was for Ray to be the chosen one at the end, like with the yellow lightsaber and everything. Yeah, like we can agree that's what uh, he he purposed it for. I don't um, know. Whether I think or not you, it, whether or not you think he did a good job, I think he was like doing the right thing, or at least like trying to go the right direction and knew what he should do. If he did, I don't think that he presented it in the right way, which we kind of already had like a five minute well, debate yeah, on we, earlier. I mean, we're just in a disagreement about that, but like. We can agree that he knew how to make it, or he knew what to focus on, I'd say, rather than Ryan Johnson focusing on like, ooh, let's just throw this little guy with a broom in there at the end, and he can use the force, and then it'll be a whole mystery we can solve in the next one. Nobody cares. Okay, you bring in Rose, you bring in Broom Kid, nobody cares, just disregard those, and we're going to focus on the things we actually care about from all the original Star Wars movies and from Seven, which was a good movie, and we're going to focus on answering those problems in in this movie in like honestly a very stylistic way and like visually appealing with all the different new planets they go to that I can't remember their names and all that kind of good stuff like the death star uh lightsaber battle scene was actually really cool mm-hmm. and then you also got to see so many new like force tricks just continuously added here you got to see uh, a little flashback of leia being trained so mm-hmm. like which just all this stuff added up just goes to show how much uh what's his JJ. what's his face JJ Abrams was trying to fix uh, all of uh Ryan Johnson's problems cuz like Ryan Johnson out of nowhere no explanation says oh yeah Leia can use the force yeah like she's just <laughs> she was going to die in space but yeah. now now she can use the force like no explanation at all like what was he doing but um like whether or not you like it you have to admit that JJ Abrams was knew what he needed to do and was trying to do that and on like just personally i happen to like how he did it um mm-hmm. i'm not saying like he probably could have done it a lot better 
but I think just because of how it was set up in the movie before, like he just went with what he had to go on, and I think he did it a lot better than a lot of people would have. Zay, what about you? I think he did, yeah. I mean, I feel like he could have done better in fixing it, but he still fixed it and like, made it where at least he answered the questions that were like actually important. Mm-hmm. Like Matthew was saying, uh, I don't know. I still feel like the movie could have been better, though. Yeah, I agree. I agree with mostly what Matthew said too, though. Okay, so what I want to, what... I think this would be interesting, like and kind of fun to do on here. Did you have like a list of all the times that JJ? Okay, Abrams so slapped actually, Ryan what Johnson I was actually face? that's the next section we're about to go. And I had a note here. I don't have a list, but what I think would be fun to do is every if we could name how many times he did it. So. Yeah, I didn't like count or anything though. No, it's okay. I we can just no make a list. Clue, okay, so every time JJ Abrams did a direct slap to Ryan Johnson's face and directly like contradicted him or Okay, just like in popcorn style, whichever one you can think of. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll start okay. off. We we can go in a circle and if you don't know one, just mm-hmm. say pass. Um okay, me, Matthew, Isaiah, whatever. <laughs> circle. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say Triangle. Rose is non existent in this movie. Yes, amen. Yep. 100%. That's definitely a slap, though. All right, Matthew? Uh, We already said this, but I'll just say it. Leia, ha- like, having the backstory of Leia instead of just... No, like, that's not a slap. That's actually something no, that he continued. He did continue it, yeah. No, because he had to, because, like... No, having, that's not a slap, though. He's having not contradicting Leia, him. Like, if you had no yeah. Leia force powers, like, that would be a slap. Okay. Okay, I'll say this one, then. Uh, Having ghosts... Luke catch a lightsaber. There we go. That's one. <laughs> yep, for sure. Isaiah. Um, I think with the whole like thing that he had, because uh, an eight, they kept saying like Ray's parents were nobody, and this oh, one, that's right, that's Palpatine right. and all that. That's right. <laughs> um, I think what's another one? He did it so many times too. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Here's one. Here's one. Uh, no broom boy. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Why would there be? That was so. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Rose and that broom kid just like just disregard them completely. Like nobody cares at all. Like, did you even notice that they weren't in there when you first left the theater? Yeah, I did. I mean, but I wasn't expecting them to be anyway. No, you didn't. I did. You didn't. I didn't give a single thought to them throughout that whole movie. I wasn't like, can't wait for the broom boy to come in here. I was just fully engaged in what was happening to characters I already liked. Oh, oh, I remember another one too. The mask, Kylo Ren's mask. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he fixed the mask yep <laughs> oh yeah forgot about that okay and then what about uh Han oh. solo coming back as, that's right as uh like not a ghost but like his memory or whatever it was it's kind of like i mean technically jj aaron's was the one who killed han solo anyway but it was but also because like uh what's his face kylo ren is like so undecided and back and forth in eight and then, so in in this one, JJ James just is like, "How can we just make Kylo Ren be straight focused from now on?" And so, like, I guess his most creative way of doing that was to bring back Han Solo in memory form. And mm-hmm. so he just goes and he almost like actually slaps Kylo Ren in the face, is just like, "Get it right, like get your life straight." And and then from then on, Kylo Ren is like on the right side. Yeah. Instead of being like back and forth, so I think it's kind of a slap in the face. Um, how about that that moment in Crate didn't spark 
a lot of resistance movement because they're still basically <laughs> the same people. Oh yeah. Yeah, because didn't what? they send stuff out? Like, Remember that last line? Will be the spark that lights the fire that burns, and then fast forward and it's basically that? just the same people. Uh, <laughs> Holdo, then Poe, then. Oh yeah. Luke yeah, never me. happened. Yeah. Anyway, you get the point, guys. A lot of it. Okay. Listen, I don't care who you are. As much as I don't like the Last Jedi, I don't think that anybody should just turn around and slap another person in the face like that. All right. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, executive producer, CEO of Lucasfilm, she let Ryan Johnson make the movie he made. Ryan Johnson made the movie he made. We saw the movie he made. And then J.J. Abrams basically... Oh, another one. Uh, Holdo. Remember they're talking about it? And he goes, yeah, the Holdo maneuver is like one in a thousand. Something yes, like that. I was about to bring oh, that sorry. up, actually. Anyway, <laughs> but you get the point. Like, he's just turning around and... But <laughs> but no, it's not. It's literally like anyone could... Yeah, I know. That. Just they, they get no explanation. hyperspace coordinates and just go. Yeah. It's not... <laughs> it's, why can you not do that again? You could have done makes, it for this. It makes no sense, it was, right? Honestly, that was the lamest part. It was a lame cover-up for why they didn't do that to every single Death Star ever. Yeah. To why they didn't do that to, like, any bad guy. Like, I know. That was the, that was the lamest part. <laughs> yeah, but you get the point. Like he, and Kathleen Kennedy let J.J. Abrams do this direct okay. contradiction. So you're blaming. So, you're blaming. I know, I'm, I'm higher up. I'm well. I'm also I'm blaming both of them. I mean, anytime I can lay blame on Kathleen Kennedy, I do so. But J.J. Abrams oh. as well. Ooh. Come on, man. Like it. It at least take what Ryan Johnson gave you. Follow the strands that he set up, even if they may not be good. Try to make something good out of it. Instead of doing, you know, whatever you did, slapping, like cutting off all of those strands and trying to like set up and pay off in another movie. Like if you wanted to do that, make two movies. No, I like it better how he did it. I I do too. That's what I was saying. Matthew, we don't we we don't we don't know. I don't we don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but if they would continue the whole Rose thing, you can't like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Rose. Rose Broom Boy, like those are strings that were. And a good point. I don't think Broom Boy was a string. I mean, then what's the point <laughs> of even showing him? My yes, point is then it's because just unnecessary to prove that there was that Luke was not going to be the last Jedi. I mean, I'm not that's like all was there the to director prove. or anything. We already knew that, that because he trained Ray. I know it's just another visual way to do it. But I don't know. That's just what I think. Also, okay, you want to bring up Ryan Johnson's inconsistency here? The movie is literally named The Last Jedi, and it's all about the Last Jedi being Luke, and he's not going to let anyone else be a Jedi. And that that's the movie where you find out that Leia's been a Jedi for years. Well, she's not uh, like a Jedi. I remember she turned in her badge. <laughs> turned in her badge. Okay. Well, that's what Ray does but... too. Like they're not like okay, they're not official Jedi's, but like Force wielders with lightsabers that are doing it for good. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. We have a lot to talk about still. So the big thing in this movie is obviously Palpatine. So that when guy. you guys oh, saw yeah. it, and now you boy. still think that that's a good decision, <laughs> or would you rather have seen Kylo Ren carry this out? Since Seven started, like the trailer said he was. Oh yeah, back we know, that. we know. Just like Raise a Princess. <laughs> uh, I never said that one. You did. Raise a Princess. No, never. You, said I that literally one. remember we were in class together, and your dad was in there too, and he's like, "Yeah, Raise a Princess." Anyway, no. <laughs> anyway, Palpatine, what do you think? Thoughts? Go. I mean, I I always liked his character. He's like he's a genius character, as in like 
the directors, whoever came up with the idea of him as a character is a genius, and also just the character is a genius. But Also, yeah. the guy who plays him in the prequels is awesome too genius because he's just so he's just having so much fun like he's my lady yes he's no no i don't know how that guy's still alive though man yeah i know but by the way i don't think he's as fun in this movie because he's playing much more of like a stoic kind of guy and he's dark yeah zombie this is honestly this is like the darkest no it's star wars probably the darkest star wars movie yeah yeah like it's darker i kind of liked it though because it was it was a little bit scary like it was I mean, not actually scary like a horror movie or something, but it was like it was fun because like it was also like the first scene is Kylo Ren flying a ship over there, uh, and he lands, and he like just no. hears a voice talking. Wasn't the first scene Kylo Ren like killing multiple people and grabbing? You're right, the, right. Uh, I mean, it's it's still thing, basically the first scene though. He goes to Exegol. Like it's it would still be considered one scene, I think. So it's if a different place shot. is like apparently super like famous, like a very Sith planet that it's like a myth or like everyone. Yeah, knows everybody's about heard it. of it for some. Why the heck have we never heard about it? In yeah, movies? exactly. Or shows, like it's in, it, yeah, exactly. Like in Clone Wars and in Rebels, there are so many Sith planets, and yet mm-hmm. we're like, oh, there's a new one. Yeah, and <laughs> apparently the way, for those other ones, you could just kind of like go to them by accident. Why the heck apparently did Kylo Ren not kill Palpatine? Palpatine's like, ooh, we have a bunch of spaceships. And Kylo Ren's like, yeah, I already have those. Like, I'm got the, res- I'm winning. I have the resistance on the run. You're a threat to my power. Like, what I guess. Do you think? I know. With and also, helmet. you want me to get Ray? Why do you want me to get Ray? It's kind of suspicious. There aren't just only two people. You know, like, come on, Kylo Ren. It was like, think about it. Yeah, he he was basically pulling one of those strike me down and I'll become more powerful than you can imagine type things. Palpatine was? No, he wasn't. He's yeah. like a he's like a Palpatine's man. Palpatine's already a dead dude. Yeah, he's he's dead. He's he's like being kept alive by machines. He's like. No, I thought he was being kept alive because he was ba- he had like the whole power of the Sith. Bro, in him he was and he, missing like, like a finger. That's why he kept himself alive. But That's he how was he being did. kept alive by the machines. Hmm. I will say though, I think this movie would have been a lot cooler, and I would have liked it a lot better now if Palpatine had been three D chessing the entire thing. If Anakin <laughs> had was supposed to kill him, basically. And then Ray was supposed to be like the real person. Like that's that's awesome. I want to see that happen. I don't know. That's that's what I think. You you mean you wanted like that's basically what happened? But you wanted it to be like no, stated I in think, the movie. No, I we don't know. We for all we know, Anakin destroying Palpatine could have been a surprise, and Palpatine had to recoup. But I want to know if Palpatine. And I want this to happen. If Palpatine actually knew that was going to happen and planned for it. And we don't oh, we don't know like, that. At the bottom of the infinite lightning pit, he had like a ship waiting to catch him. <laughs> well, or he just knew that he was going to get destroyed, and then he would just his spirit would somehow you know come back together. A Nexigal. I don't think that, that sounds cool. too much like Voldemort for me. <laughs> so Drew. Nobody cares though. <laughs> um, the thing I'm thinking. I forgot I what I was about to say about how we never heard anything about that planet. In, like, yeah, Star Wars right, Rebels, right. I think, or Clone Wars, they find like those Sith holocrons. Like, no, they cool. do. They they do, and it doesn't oh, yeah, do okay. anything like to lead. And them. on Star Wars Rebels, they go to like sixty different temples. I know. Like, they do. Like, that one season was like every episode was a new temple, Jedi <laughs> yeah. or Sith. Yeah. But then you know they were saying something about how like only Sith can open it, but then Rey was able to like use it and find a way to like come on. Yeah. Because she's the balance, the chosen one. Yes. Yeah, yes. but they didn't like Finn also use it or something like that to get Lando to come. No. Probably. Ray was just like sending their coordinates 
Yeah, she's transmitting just, it. They use that high tech stuff. Yeah, it's very high tech. It surpassed stuff a long the. Time ago. Anyway, we got to move on. We got a lot to talk about. Okay, okay. So we got Kylo Ren. I actually like Kylo Ren a lot in this movie. He's my favorite part of this movie. Number didn't one, know that Adam. Off at any point though. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Adam Driver is a beast mode actor. He is great as Kylo Ren. No other actor could play Kylo Ren like Adam Driver does. Actually, I feel and like he's never play him. Kylo Ren. But Ad- look, you would think so. But Just if you watch, brat. no, if you get a whiny brat to play Kylo Ren, then in those moments where he's supposed to be a military commander, they can't pull it off. But Adam Driver can pull it off. Yeah, somehow he pulls off a military commander and a whiny. Yeah, he does exactly, and wow. he makes those Skills. those force connection moments in Last Jedi work. Anyway, he's great, and my favorite part of this movie, and so, I think it's just because he's someone you would want to FaceTime personally. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course, continue your point. Anyway, what I was saying is basically my favorite part of this movie, which may be a little controversial, is is the after the water battle, Ray leaves, the and then. And then um, Han Solo's there, right? And so what like I love about... Yeah, like she just healed him, and then she's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I love about this, and I'm going to steal your TIE fighter, so you're going to die here anyway, but um, my favorite part of this movie is Han Solo coming back because what I like about it is it's a father-son story, and I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people love the old trilogy. It's because it's a father-son story, and it's the mm. son convincing the father to, hey, come join the light side. It's still good in you. But this time it's the other way around. It's Han, Han Solo saying, "Hey, listen, yeah, you done a lot of th- a lot of a lot of bad things, but it's never too late to come back to the light side, right?" And yeah. also, at that moment where Kylo Ren says the exact same lines that he says in Force Awakens before he kills Han Solo, he's yeah, like, it was, "It was like the exact same thing." I, yeah, I, I have, I know what I need to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Yeah, and things like that, and then does that, and then from then on, it's just. Absolute beast mode, Ben Solo. Yeah, and then you know what? I think it like I think it was actually really cool how when uh, Kylo Ren and Rey were both at uh, sorry, I always forget how to pronounce whatever temple place. Yeah, they were both yes. there, and so Rey was like in the chamber talking to Darth Sidious, and he was like, "Strike me down, and you will be this." Is by the way, that's also that a terrible like. Why does that doesn't even make sense? Why does Rey need to do that? <laughs> Anyways. And she's like, oh, really? Okay, nope. And then she, like, puts the lightsaber behind her back, and then it disappears, and it reappears in Kylo Ren's hands, who doesn't have a lightsaber at the moment, and he's surrounded by guards. By the way, the Knights of Ren are absolute zeros. Like, those guys could have been so cool, and they're just... Yeah, they did it really bad. Yeah, there's nobody. There's, like, nobody's. Knights of Ren. They're dudes with, like, axes and... Like these dudes literally are, aren't they the Jedi that Kylo Ren turned to the bad dark side and destroyed the whole Jedi temple with? Well, they're yes, supposedly, supposedly, yeah. yeah. And then he take he he's still alive somehow for like five minutes with no lightsaber. Yeah, I know they they were really lame. And yeah. they didn't even have a lightsaber, did they? Just have like no. swords or axes? No, they oh, had, no, like, all they have are those weird like vibro axes, metal and clunky lines. things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Helpers, Metal clunky yeah. things with like a little bit of laser to look cool. Yeah, <laughs> and but even then they should should have yeah. been able to take them out. I know, I know, like five of them, and so and then like also like they they barely fight, like they're so unaggressive. Like they were there yeah, when Kylo Ren, around. when Kylo Ren 
and Ray were both like fighting over the the ship that supposedly Chewie was on, like with the Force. They were just like standing on the cliff, looking scary in a circle, not actually yeah. doing anything. Yep. And they just had like one cool shot of them just like standing there, looking creepy, but like nothing happened. Yep. Anyway, I have to say, Tyler Run's pretty great in this movie. Um, he dies. I don't know. I think maybe all knew he was gonna die. So. Yeah, it was a weird way though. It wasn't him dying. It, yeah. it was a little different. Him it was him himself. dying to save Ray, but it wasn't like he jumped in front of a lightsaber for her or something. Yeah. It was I like, like that moment though. He brought her back, and then they smooched, and then he died. Yeah, I don't know. Well, guys, I think we're gonna have to come back next week and finish this off because we're running out of time. Probably. We still have a lot to talk about. We still have yeah, a lot bro. to talk about. Well, I think we're gonna have to combine it with our um, looking back episode. Because uh, I don't know how okay. much I have left to say, but cool. Anyway, yeah, I don't have I don't have anything left to say. No, there's there's still some stuff to say. Trust me. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll be back next week with our finishing up Rise of Skywalker, and then also we're gonna do like a little recap of all of Star Wars and what we liked and what we didn't like, and fun things like that. And we'll rank the Star Wars movies and give you our the average. Anyway, let's do some donor shoutouts. Let's say where would someone go if they wanted a donor shoutout? They'd have to go to patreon.com forward slash the screening and donate to any of our tiers that are $5 and above. Man, I'm All right. just like booking it there. Yep. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say the patron. You guys are going to say which planet you think this person would live on. Oh, crap. We already did this. I should... knew it. I knew it. All right. Um, okay. Star you're Wars gonna... movies, man. I'm going to say this. Say the patrons. <laughs> and then you're going to say if you think this person would fly an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter. Okay. All right. Isaiah, your parents. Wait, can Mr. we also Mrs. do, like, the bombers? Like, the Y no, bombers? Just TIE or Fighter or X-Wing. My parents, you said? Yes. TIE Fighter. All right. Matthew, your your dad, Mr. Killingsworth. Um, X-Wing. All right. Isaiah, your grandparents, Mike and Sylvia. X-Wing. All right. Matthew, Lizzie. X-Wing. No, no, she'd be a TIE fighter. She would definitely be a TIE fighter. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please do a five-star rating and review us. Please support us. We'll be back, but until then... This has been The Screening. (laughs) 